Who gives a shit? Yeah. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the Multiverse Movie Podcast for the six, six, six weeks of horror. This is a special edition. Yeah. It's not part of the six, six, six weeks of horror. It's a Friday the 13th thing. Yeah. We, Whatever. We have not given this a yeah. funny nickname. We'll just, uh... It will by the time it goes up before midnight tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Friday the 13th part four. Um, mm-hmm. One of the better ones of the franchise. I think I had it at three on my list. Pretty sure I had it on three after one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, so uh, the the idea behind this is obviously to be as campy as shit and do a Friday the Thirteenth every Friday the Thirteenth of, uh, of every year until we die. Um, obviously, <laughs> until we finish the franchise, which means at some point we're gonna have to do, or we die. Yeah, I think I'd rather die than do Jason goes to hell, or Jason X. <laughs> Fair, we can make that happen. Yeah, because to be fair, that they'll be the last two we do. <laughs> uh, so, which At means, which means, I know we talked about when we when I was pitched this idea to you, we will not do Friday Thirteenth movies on the six to six weeks of horror anymore. It just doesn't make any sense. We can use that spot for another horror movie because the Friday Thirteenth is going to be covered at least once every year. Mm-hmm. So, um, and again, this will be. We'll do this again next August. Because that's the next Friday the 13th, and mm-hmm. we'll go from there and carry on. And, um, but, uh, I'm ready to rock and roll if you are, George. Yeah. Yeah? Ready uh, to rock and roll? I'm ready to rock and roll. All right. So, when did you first see this movie? God, I don't know. Um, I think I probably saw this one early on, but just because I had Corey Feldman in it. I'll tell you, this was one of the last ones I saw, actually, of the franchise. Mm-hmm. It really was, um, and it's it's one of my. I mean, it is it's one of the best of the franchise, hands down. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely one of the last I saw because I definitely saw like one, two, and three, mm-hmm. and then like Jason takes Manhattan, and then yeah. Jason goes to hell. Because I kind of grew up in that time with Jason goes to hell, and I couldn't even tell you what the first Friday Thirteenth movie I saw was. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you. I'm pretty sure it was one for me. I'm, I'm, almost, I'm, positive. I'm almost positive there's still ones I haven't seen yet. So. Which ones? I have. I've no, I don't know. I just know. I basically just know off of death scenes at this point. Yeah. The first one I seen might it might have been fucking seven that fucking nightmare. <laughs> There's good parts to seven though. Yeah, but it's it's a telepathy. I just can't. Yeah. Oh yeah. It takes me out. It takes me out of the movie for sure. For sure. It should have just been Kane Hodder fucking murdering people. Yeah. For an hour that's what the movie should be called. Kane Hodder kills people. <laughs> well, we did get that in in the Hatcher films. Yeah. So because they they kind of not. I don't want to say saved him because he's Kane. He's a fucking legend, but. Mm in the horror but but it was like they fucked him out of Jason and then that guy basically I can't remember his name who created the Hatchet movies he was yeah. just like I'm gonna create these movies so Kane Hodder can kill people for 90 minutes they're like fine cause that's all that was all, it's all of those three movies that do. Mm-hmm. I think it's three I don't think there was a fourth one there might be I know there was at least three but I can't remember if they made a fourth one or not uh, Plus, those movies also have a lot of people from horror in them. Anyway, oh yeah, so, for yeah. sure. Yeah, because Robert Englund was in the first one, so it was Tony Todd. Tony, Tony Todd, Danielle Harris. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, it's loaded. They're they're fun films. You know, Maybe a, we'll do a, the first uh, one next year. A who's who of who's that? Yeah, the first one. I like the first one a lot. I haven't seen the second, to, mm-hmm. the second and third, but um, but no, this isn't a Kane Hodder film. So no. We'll, no, we did that two weeks ago. But this is uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Four. And uh, let's rock and roll. So, released April 13th. Oh, gee, I wonder if that was a Friday. <laughs> 1984. Excuse me. On a budget of $2.2 million and a box office intake of $33 million. Directed by Joseph Zito. Produced by Frank Mancuso Jr. Music, music by Harry Manfredini. 
based on the characters by Victor Miller, starring Ted White as Jason Voorhees, Kimberly Beck, Corey Feldman, and Crispin Glover. And a bunch, and a bunch and of people that don't bunch, matter. And a bunch of people and who are And the only reason I killed. put Kimberly Beck in here is because she's the final girl. Yeah. And the reason I put Corey Feldman is because he's the biggest name. And Crispin Glover. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else? Dead. Nope. Dead. Well, including Crispin Glover. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Love his kill. Don't you, though? Yeah. The night after the events at Higgins Haven, police clean up the grounds and Jason Voorhees' body. Oh. Believe, believe to be dead <coughs> is taken to the morgue. At the hospital, Jason spontaneously revives for some reason. Random. Yeah. Because they're about to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> He's his like, boner? Not on my watch. I don't think so. <laughs> At the hospital, yeah, he's uh, revised and escapes from the cold storage, murdering the coroner, Axel Burns. I didn't realize he had a fucking last name. <laughs> with, a, uh, with a hacksaw and gutting nurse Robbie Morgan with a scalpel. The following day, a group of teenagers drive to Crystal Lake for the weekend. Oh, you don't fucking say. <laughs> the group consists of Paul, his girlfriend Sam, Virgin Sarah, her boyfriend Doug, <laughs> Awkward Jimmy, and Jokester Ted. Look at all of these fucking personalities, especially yeah. Awkward Jimmy, who is Crispin Glover. Yeah. On the dead way. Dead fuck. <laughs> the computer doesn't lie. You're dead fuck. <laughs> On the way, the group comes across Pamela Voorhees' tombstone and a hitchhiker who is soon killed by Jason. I can't really... I'm not going to sit here expand on these scenes. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to talk about the deaths as they occur. Uh, when when the, uh, the guy who plays Fackler in Police Academy gets his head basically sawed in half with the... Uh, or his neck sawed in half with the hacksaw. Mm-hmm. And then Jason just rips it off the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. And then, you know, in usual Jason fashion, picks a girl up and then just guts her with a fucking scalpel. And then uh, your favorite kill, the uh, the chunky hitchhiker with her. It's not my favorite kill, but it's. With, it's, with it's, her it's, sign that says, uh, was it Love or Canada or something, something, like something that, worse yeah. like that? And on the back it says, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And then she's eating a banana and, and gets her. Uh, gets her throat stabbed. From the back. Mm-hmm. And she squeezes the banana, and she's so she's so dead that she's squeezing the banana so tight and it smushes out, and the and the piece of banana in her mouth falls out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. That's drooling too. Yeah. Well, hey, that's what that's what we get when we live in these murder times mm-hmm. at Camp Crystal Lake in New Jersey. By the way, for all of you Jersey residents, mm-hmm. 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 coming for you. I'm gonna kill you next. Yeah, cause he's back. The man behind. <clears throat> That's the next one. We're officially doing six on the next Friday thirteenth. Great movie. I love six. So do I. The teens arrive and meet neighbors Trish Jarvis, her twelve-year-old brother Tommy, and the family doll Gordon. While going for a walk the next day, the tw- the teens meet twin sisters Tina and Terry Moore and go skinny dipping with them. Trish and Tommy happen to happen upon the scene, and Trish is invited to a party taking place that night. Afterwards, when their car breaks down, Trish and Tommy are helped by a young man named Rob Dyer. They take them to the house where he meets their mother, and Tommy shows him several monster masks he made himself before Rob leaves to go camping. So we're introduced. This is our first shot, of, uh, or, or our first appearance of Tommy Jarvis mm-hmm, in the series. Mm-hmm. Played by uh, the enigmatic Corey Feldman. Mm-hmm. You're welcome for that. I guess he's in He is now. Thank you. In the, in the in the eighties, he was he was just Corey Feldman. I think. I think hey, did he, I make a, did I announce this when we came on? Did he? Uh, no, you didn't. No, I didn't. Wow. Yeah. 
Do you want to do it now? Since we're halfway through? True. Right. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Multiverse Review Podcast. I'm your host, Dina Holtzap. Alongside of me is Chris McGlover's dance coordinator, George Rogers. Welcome to the show. Oh, hey. Welcome. Halfway through. <laughs> Let's <laughs> just do a play. Wait a minute. We just kind of started talking. <laughs> Nobody's going to know it's us. <laughs> but God, who are these strangers telling me about the Friday the 13th Strangers movies? in the night. Doobie doobie doo. Beware of the penguins. Mm-hmm. For all uh, the, the, those of you that, the penguins? Those of you that know, you know. Mm-hmm. The butt ice penguins. Mustache. Mustache. So Tommy's a, a bit of a horror... Mm-hmm. File, if you will, mm-hmm. making these masks. Let's be honest; he's not Tom making Savini. these fucking masks. It's Tom Savini. Mm-hmm. This is basically just like, hey guys, I got all a bunch of these masks. What do we do? They're like, hey Tom, like, why don't we just put them in the movies? He's, he's like, like, oh, okay. So, you know, he's wearing the mask, and he's like, oh, I made all these myself. He's showing basically the stranger who helped fix our car. It's like, hey, come up to my room and see all the stuff. And they're like, okay, uh, I guess we'll do all that. <laughs> and that's his thoughts on that. <laughs> well, this Friday the 13th, everyone's entitled to one good scare. <laughs> Your booble's been spooked. <laughs> well, we're back in the uh, six, six weeks of horror, so probably. <laughs> I mean, these, these teens are doing average teen shit. Like, ah, oh, we're going skinny dipping. And, like, and the one guy, like, drops his drawers and runs in. The other guy's sitting there like, yeah, like, clapping and cheering for him. It's like, you're cheering for his flapping dick that's coming towards you. <laughs> it's like, there are naked girls in that water, and you're staring at the guy taking his pants off. <laughs> yeah, flop! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, windmill! <laughs> Meat spin! <laughs> what the fuck? You yelled these things? You spin me right round, baby, right round, like a record, baby, right round, round, round. No? Is that too far? What? Is that too far? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> oh, I've gone too far. You farted on fucking air. <laughs> if I, I farted air. Yeah, you did. On air. Air on air. It's going to be our new fart podcast where we just <laughs> fart for 10 minutes. <laughs> it's like the fucking comic book page that sent you there today when Lobo took over and he redid, yeah. he redid the, 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 the kill of the Waynes and was just like, fart. fart. <laughs> <laughs> Later that night, there's <laughs> a guy, uh, time to die, Clyde. So he say, oh, who calls us Clyde? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Insane. Later that night, the teens begin the party. They start it right away. A jealous Sam sees Tina flirting with Paul and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> she goes out to the lake where Jason impales her with a spear from under the raft. That's another good kill. Mm-hmm. When Paul goes out to look for her, he gets stabbed in the dick with a harpoon gun. And then he shoots the gun. Yeah. So I can he only assume the harpoon him. goes into his body. I mean, it says here stabbed in the groin. He was stabbed in the dick. Yeah. That's what we're calling it. Yeah. Terry tries to leave the party early, but before she can get on her bike, Jason stabs her with a spear. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Jarvis arrives home and discovers the power outage. While searching for her children and Gordon, she is killed off screen. Trish and Tommy soon arrive and realize their mother is missing. Trish, go- Trish goes in search of her and finds Rob's campsite. It is revealed that Rob is actually the brother of Jason's victim, Sandra Dyer, from the second movie. Rob further explains to her that Jason is still alive and he came to Crystal Lake to avenge his sister's death. 
So Spoiler I, alert, he fails. Wait a minute. I have a question. Do you? So, I want to bring up the remake for a second. Okay. You mean to tell me that essentially the remake, which I kind of already knew this, but as I was watching today, I realized that I meant to bring it up to you earlier. Didn't. The remake they did with Derek Mears was essentially the first four movies in one movie. Without Pamela Voorhees, but yeah. I mean, no, she was in the beginning of the movie. Oh, was she? There was a flashback oh. of What's-Her-Nuts cutting her head off. And then Jason was like, oh, I think I'll take this machete with me. Mm. Nice head. I think I'll take it. <clears throat> I mean, I'm okay with it. I mm. didn't hate the the remake, but I realized that today because um, Dean Winchester. Jared Padalecki. Yeah. He showed up looking for his sister. Well, he's Sam Winchester. He, he, oh, he, he was Sam Winchester. Uh, whatever. <clears throat> I always thought he was Dean. <clears throat> nah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, he came up looking for his sister, yeah. and this guy was getting revenge for his sister and stuff like that. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, it's essentially the same concept. <clears throat> I mean, whatever. I'm not going to knock it. It was a decent remake. Mm-hmm. But, anyway, I, back to this movie. Yep. I believe the girl that played um, um, the bitch who gets speared under the raft, mm-hmm. uh, Tina, mm-hmm. I believe she, or no. Tina. No, Sam. She might be Sam. Ah, they're so fucking... They're all fucking... Whatever. They're all unchangeable. I think she was in Weird Science. Was she? I believe so. I recognize, I, I recognized her, like, smush face. Mm-hmm. I think... I believe I she... Thank you. I believe she played the girl that eventually became Wyatt's girlfriend. In, oh, really? At the end of Weird Science, yes. Oh, you might be right. I might be right on that. Yeah, whatever. We'll look it up later. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I am. I usually have, an, usually have a face for faces. In, in, in 80s movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be gross for a minute. Mm-hmm. Good rack on these girls. Absolutely. Good for them. Fantastic. Good for them. Good ass on the guys, too. You know what? <clears throat> Good bodies all around. Fantastic shaft. Fantastic shaft. <laughs> Unplanned. Rabbi, nice <laughs> meat. Nice, nice, nice meat. meat. <laughs> some of the, the 80s had some of the best looking people. You ever notice that? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For what they were. I'm like, ah, oh, good for you. Nobody looks like that now. We're all fat and fucking gross. I'm not that fat. Yeah. I'm decently in shape. Your mustache is otherwise. Excuse me. Taking Dan, a vacation from myself. Dan, Dan, Dan the B Severed. Yeah, and then a Dan the B Severed. <laughs> your fucking mustache. Into uh, into uh, Magnum PI, except you're not quite Magnum. You're Colt PI. Mm-hmm. Just a different type of gun, but same type mm-hmm. of mustache. I'm Magnum. Uh, but instead of driving that car, you drive your car. I'm Magnum TI. Oof. What could have been with Magnum TA? Yeah, seriously. What could have been with Literally going to be the biggest name in wrestling, probably. Oh, he was going to be a fucking monster. Absolutely. We would have been saying Ric Flair who? Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's so slight to Ric Flair. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, he was but, literally on the path to becoming the biggest star in the world. Yeah. Like, there was so much potential in that that, that car accident just fucking yeah. destroyed it. It's a shame. That's a, a goddamn shame. After sleeping with Tina, ah, there was Sam. After sleeping with Tina, Jimmy goes downstairs to get a bottle of wine. <laughs> and Ted! And then his hey, Ted, uh, where's the corkscrew? And then his son goes back in time and prevents him from meeting his wife. That's weird. That's what <laughs> says <laughs> Jason pins his hand with a corkscrew before striking him in the face with a meat cleaver. He reacted like very normal to getting his hand stabbed by a corkscrew. Yeah, he was like he didn't even like. He was yell. like, oh. he, yeah, oh, not again. And then he took the best kill in the fucking movie. He was like, he was like, he was like a John Hurt in Spaceballs. Oh, not again. So let me ask you a question. <laughs> yeah. Finish that, and we'll talk about it. No, let's talk about it, because I, I was actually going to stop and bring up The Lord of the Dance, since we're talking about Crispin Glover. Oh, I was going to talk about his kill real fast. Yeah, we're going to talk about... Okay, let's talk about the dance first. 
Let's uh, talk about the kill first. Some of the no, gra- about dance first. Some of the greatest dance moves in in movie history. Yeah, Grease, whatever, Saturday Night Xanadu. Fever. Who's talking about it? <coughs> Xanadu. Whoa, no, no. Crispin Glover. Friday Thirteenth Part Four. Look it up. Go on our uh, Instagram page. It's a story. The Lord uh-huh. of the Dance. The sweetest dance moves. Oof. The only thing sweeter is a bowl full of sugar. Facts. I don't, I don't know how sweet that is. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about his kill? I it's best kill. It's my favorite. Spoiler. It's my favorite kill of the movie. But I got a question for you. Do better kill of the franchise. This or dude in the wheelchair. Dude in the wheelchair. They're equally because he goes because he goes because he, he goes in his random steps. Yeah. Yeah. And the build up to his kill is great. Yeah. The, this is a good kill, though. Yeah. This is a good kill, though, because mm-hmm. he twitches after he gets the cleaver in his fucking head. Yeah. I uh, that's I Which actually all of a sudden railroad ties, but we'll get to it. I uh, I actually put the cleaver in my Jason Warrior's hand. The the four I have, uh, the neck figure. It's fitting. Yeah, because I want each I want each Jason to have a different weapon. So two, I have the pickaxe, and then three's got the machete. Mm-hmm. Four has the cleaver, and then six has the the. the the, the pike from the gate from the yeah from the uh, cemetery yeah that he and then seven you can put that that unholy fucking combination of a saw blade on a uh, weed whacker one hundred percent what I'm gonna give him yeah. when it comes out in January actually it'll probably come out before and then eight just put a guitar in his hand actually I'm <laughs> probably not gonna put a weapon on eight because he walks around this, most of the movie without a weapon no but he did kill a girl with a guitar it's true I don't know what well they gotta come out with one first yeah. Tina looks out a window upstairs and finds that her sister's bike is still there. Jason then bursts through the window, sort of, and throws at her death crashing on a car, which that fall should not have killed her. No. But while a stone Ted watches stag films with a film projector, he he gets too close to the projector screen and is stabbed in the head with a kitchen knife from the other side. Jason then goes upstairs where Doug and Sarah finish making love in the set in the shower. After Sarah leaves, Jason kills Doug by crushing his head against the shower against the shower tile. When Sarah screams upon finding Doug's body, she tries to escape only for Jason to, to drive a double-bit axe through her chest. That's a great L- kill, too. Literally, everybody in this movie is killed off in like a 15-minute span. Yeah, that's a great kill, too, because he does yeah. the axe through the door. Like, good for him. Mm-hmm. That's got some good aim. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, all the teens, they're all just wiped out. Like, all right, the fodder is gone. Mm-hmm. Time to get back to some storytelling. Mm-hmm. But all decent deaths... Great deaths. I mean, I think Jimmy's is right there. Uh, you, you said it's your favorite. I happen to like when uh, when the girl gets stabbed through the the boat through, through the bottom of the raft. Yeah. My only question is, why is a raft still inflated? Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't understand that. I mean, that that, that, that should have sank. Yeah, but I digress. Ultimately, that m- might not have killed her anyway. That's true. Could have missed every major organ. No, it went through her back. That's so. true. And if anything, she would have bled out. Yeah. In the raft. Also, the dirty fucking Crystal Lake water. She probably, I mean, she probably have some sort of fucking disease from that water. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's Jersey water, so <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. Somehow, you some, might have somehow to. connected to the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> Always. Word for Tommy's safety. Trish and Rob return to the house. They they then go next door to investigate and discover the teens' bodies. Gordon flees because he's the smartest character in the fucking movie. And Rob is killed by Jason in the basement as Trish runs home, taking Rob's machete with her. Real quick, I'm going to have a break in this. Uh, 
his kill because he's just yelling, he's killing me, he's killing me, ah, he's killing me. Like, <coughs> insane. Stupid. Insane. <laughs> and then the new rows were watching Troll 2. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I was laughing so... Him with, like, a garden rake. Yeah. Like, one of those handheld ones. Yeah, the same thing that... Uh, never mind, I'm not even fucking mention that movie. It's not important. Oh, I know what you're going Yep. She and Tommy barricade the house, but Jason breaks in because no door will ever stop him mm. and chases them into Tommy's room. Trish lures Jason out of the house and escapes, then returns home and is devastated to learn that Tommy didn't run away. She senses Jason behind her and tries to fight him off with the machete, but is overpowered. Tommy, having disguised himself to look like Jason as a child, distracts him long enough for Trish to hit him with the machete, but she merely whacks off his mask. As Trish stands horrified at Jason's deformed face, Tommy takes the machete and strikes it into the side of his skull, causing him to collapse on the floor and split his head open upon impact. When Tommy notices that Jason's fingers are slightly moving, he continues to hack at his body, screaming, Die, die, while Trish repeatedly yells out his name. Good stuff. Good stuff. That might be the best. That is, in theory, should have been the end of Jason because yeah. the, the, the machete went... You know, into his fucking brain. Because it sliced his fucking skull open. And whatever Tommy Jarvis did to him with, with the machete. He should have just continued hacking his neck and hacked his head off. Yeah. That would have been the smart thing. Yeah. Then we wouldn't have had to worry about another not an, another four movies of disappointment. Six is a good movie. I'm talking about five, seven, eight, nine, and X. But five But five, five is not a bad film, though. It's not. I just don't like it because it's not Jason Voorhees. And not because it's like some people say about number one is because it was a bait and switch. Yeah, it was a bait and switch. We yeah. thought of Jason Voorhees and it's like, Roy, the ambulance driver. It's like, what the fuck was yeah. it? it, it, it this, turn, seven, this turn into fucking Scooby-Doo all of a sudden? It's yeah. like, oh, Jason, let's find out who you really and, are. And seven, seven is we've talked about, is only really ruined because mm-hmm. of telepathy because Kane Hodder is great in that. Yeah. His kills are great. Everything's great in that movie. Except for when they were like, <laughs> hey, let's use telepathy. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. And eight's a, eight's a romp. Oh, it's, it's it's not a good movie, but it's a romp. It's this, it's the Citizen like, Kane of uh, yeah of the Friday. 13th and I movies. even said to you today earlier, nine would have been better if that was just Jason killing people. For nine would have been better if it, if the entire movie didn't happen. Yeah, but nine does have some good points, and most got, of those got good kills, and most of those are Creighton Duke. <laughs> yeah, I like Creighton Duke, but I also like the kills in the movie too. But if that was Jason Voorhees, you know, Kane Hodder dressed as Jason Voorhees doing those kills. Mm-hmm. Probably would have been more well received. Not this slug that can transform itself between, yeah. and then a guy who's like staring at the fucking hard Jason, like I'm gonna eat this. Yeah, it's like yeah. why, why? Stupid. <laughs> if it was just Jason Ward, I I get it though. They were trying to do something different. We have gone five movies too far ahead. Yeah, we're man. on four. We're four. You sure you don't want to do Jason goes to hell? I'd rather go to hell than do Jason goes to hell. <laughs> That's kicking me right. I would rather have Freddy Krueger pull my mask down into the ground, and I don't even wear one. Just for your face. Well, maybe my neck gator that I have to wear, <laughs> the one for work. Mm. But um, it was a good day. De- it was a good death on Jason. Acceptable. We got a little bit of a backstory there with Tommy Jarvis. So I mean, like he's the only character who's fleshed out in this fucking movie the whole, in the franchise yeah he shows up in five and six <laughs> yeah he's the only fucking character that's fleshed out mm-hmm. it's it, it's a shame that this uh, it's a shame that i mean it's not i don't want to say it's a shame because the these movies are what they are mm-hmm. they're there just to to have creative deaths rack up the body count show you some tits mm-hmm. 
and it, and it hits all of that in spades. So I don't knock it for that. I just like a little more substance yeah. with my movies. <sighs> but I digress. At the hospital, Jason is visited by Tommy. He rushes in, embraces her, and gives a disturbed look while staring into the camera. End of the film. Mm-hmm. Mercifully, end of the film. Mercifully? Mercifully. Mercifully? You're acting like this is a bad movie. True. It is a good movie. It is good for what it is. It's just him like giving that disturbed look in the camera. It's like, what are we? Are we pulling some Michael Myers or shit now? Yeah. But then... Like, Nothing came of it. It should have showed him being a server, then have Tommy Jarvis do all these kills. Yeah. And then have Jace come back to life and be like, hey, kid, that's my job. Yeah. But, eh, whatever. Um, I'm not even going to bother asking you what this is out of 10, because I don't really think we're counting ten. these. 10? You're giving this a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I, I fucking guess. <laughs> I'm going to say DNR. I'm not rating this. What did I rate uh, Takes Manhattan? 11? Uh, I think you gave it a 15. A solid 15. Solid 15. Oh, I didn't write it down. No, I think I gave like a 7 or something like that. I mean, this is like... In in terms of Friday the 13th movies, it is is one of the better ones. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, like, as... I mean, if we rate these as we rate, like, all the movies on the whole, it's like a... It's a fucking hard 6. Because it's a Friday the 13th movie. It... It delivered. It delivered on what it does deliver yeah. on. Yeah, I'm but there's there's one character that that gets any sort of development. One death that was questionable at best when a girl gets thrown out of the window onto the roof of the station wagon. Yeah, because she because uh, that. uh Tina, she did, she the final girl. No, um, I don't want to say Kimberly, but no, Trish. Well, Kimberly back. Yeah, Trish. She, yeah, yeah, because she, she falls farther when she jumps out of the the attic window. Yeah, she, she hit the fucking ground. Yeah, yeah, she she lives. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know how one was different. I guess with, with the force of being oh. thrown, but you're still hitting the damn ground at the same time. Yeah, but whatever. Um, we're not doing favorite scene. We're doing for this installment. We're doing favorite kills. Actually, we should do that going forward in six six six. Yeah, I was do. actually thinking we if should. If it's a slasher film, we should do favorite kill. If it's maybe like a like a movie like The Shining, I know we did The Shining yeah. already, but something like, like a psychological horror. That yeah, we'll do have favorite scene. Yeah. But if it's like yeah. a slasher film like this, a good you know good murder rom, then we'll do favorite kill. And yeah. I gave mine away. It was it was Christian Christian. It was Crispin Glover's kill. Mm-hmm. The cleaver yeah. did a face. Yeah, mine was uh, Sam's kill. The uh, the fucking spear through the bottom of the. Uh, mm-hmm. Of the, kind of an old school kill too. Like yeah, something to throw back to like the first movie. It know? was right there. I mean, it was. Yeah. You know, she just said, "Floor one, like, oh, what's gonna happen now?" And yeah. then, and he just pops out of nowhere. Yeah, and it's it's he's like, surprise. Yeah, like he pops out. And she's like, "Hey," and she's like, "Ah," and then yeah. immediately he's like, "Hey, you naked? Not anymore." He pops up. He's like, "Nice ass." You know what I don't like? Sex and nudity. Get that out of my park. <laughs> Put some clothes on, you whore. Just like that. But yes, the actress that played her was was uh, Judy Aronson, and mm-hmm. yes, she was in Weird Science. Nice. Uh, and she was also in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Was she? Yes. Really? Yes. Um, uh, let's see who she played. Uh, gift Bag Girl. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Ted White as Jason Voorhees? It was a good Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Who did you say yours was? Did you give her favorite Jason? Uh, I think it's Kane Hodder. Because I def I say Kane Hodder from Seven is my favorite incarnation of Jason, but then it's I like I like Six I like the movie Six better, but mm. I like Kane Hodder. Yeah, well, portrayal C- as Jason. C- C.J. Graham is my second favorite yeah. Jason Voorhees, and then it's probably I think I had Ted White and then and then Richard Brooker from Three. Um, 
Yep, yeah. And then Kane Hodder from five. That's or if eight, that's my top five. But um yeah, no, Ted White Ted White's a great Jason Voorhees. Yeah. He I mean there now I'm gonna we'll talk a little about um a lot of people don't see usually you don't see Jason running. However, in the first movies you do, this is still human Jason. Mm-hmm. Human Jason runs. Yeah. Undead Jason. Because he does it in three, too. And he does it in two. Yeah. He's quick in two. Undead Jason doesn't run. Yeah. No, he just just lumbers. He lumbers and teleports. Yeah. A little bit of teleportation from Jason. And he runs. I know a lot of people were bitching about that in the remake. Because they're like, well, why is Jason running? He's like, have you not seen three of the first four movies? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Did you not see Jason Voorhees before he died? He ran. Human Jason runs. Yeah. Human Jason is a bit of a, a little funny, too. And uh, like, like like a part three when he gets hung and they takes the mask off. He's like, hey, 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 hey. yeah. It's like this fucking guy. Yeah. I mean, he's not laughing like he was in part eight. <laughs> that's ridiculous. But, yeah. Um. But that's Friday the Thirteenth. What, what are we gonna call this? This little thing? Just like a? Would you, um, should we just put like the date, Friday, November thirteenth, and then you know, and then obviously put this down. Should we just date him? Uh, Hard date him. I don't know. We'll think of something. All right. Like, I want to use Friday in the tub. Yeah. I don't want to do, like, Freaky Fridays, because that's... Make Friday the 13th freaky. Fest? Friday Fest? Triskaidekaphobia? That's fear of Friday the 13th. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. We'll talk about it off air. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you guys think of Friday the 13th Part 4? It's definitely one of my favorites of the franchise. I think this is a favorite amongst... Mo- I think this is a I, favorite amongst... Realistically, I think 4 and 6 are the most liked out of the franchise. With Jason Voorhees. Yeah. One holds a special place to everybody because of it because of the old bait and switch. Oh, is it Jason Voorhees? Mm. Like, oh, it's fucking mother. Yeah, and I that's think, what, but that's I, what made. And I one think so two good. is well liked too. I think it, it's when when you talk to most people when it comes to Friday the Thirteenth, it's the first four. It's movies, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy because I think a lot of people will tell you Kane Hodder's their favorite, but excuse me, but I think a lot of people put will put his movies at like the bottom of the list if you're going to split them in half. Six and six because there's twelve movies in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Can we get a thirteenth? I mean, really? Are we stopping this at twelve? Yeah. Can we get at least one more? Give me one. <laughs> one more movie. I don't even care. Who, I don't even care who you cast. Yeah. Yeah. It's Anybody. like I, I think most of his movies are are probably put in to the bottom six of this of of, of the of the twelve. Yeah. But I think a lot of people put him as their favorite Jason Voorhees. But I think everybody universally loves the first four. And then six. And then there's a nice cult for five and seven. And then I think seven is actually, I'm sorry. I, you know, I think mo- seven's also the amount of people that like part eight. You think? Yeah. But because, I, it's I, us, because it's the two of us, then five others. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I, 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 I firmly enjoy this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do. Uh, more than three, even though I think three is actually slightly better. Uh, three. My my issue with three is three just, is hampered because of the three D because yeah. everything was shot via three D, which you well know, for the three D effect. Yeah, because yeah. you can see everything on a string yeah. then, which doesn't it it didn't translate well. But I mean, it was good for what it was. No, I mean, three is still yeah. good though. Yeah, I think I have three at five in my. Plus, rank. without three, you wouldn't have the hockey mask. Yeah, that's when he gets it. Mm-hmm. That's when he gets it from yes, Shelly. Shelly, 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 Shelly. Come on, huh, Shelly? Shelly, can it? What what, come on, huh? What are we uh, quoting? Shelly, Shelly. Matt TV. Come on, Shelly. Matt TV? Yeah. 
Yeah. Mar- Marvin Tikva. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Shelly. Shelly, 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 come Shelly. on. Oh, Shelly, come on, goddammit. Can you help me? Uh, Michael Shelly? McDonald? Yeah. Yeah. Had it have been. God. Of course <laughs> it was. <laughs> and Shelly was Mo Collins. That's right. God, I missed that food. That Shelly. classic sh- lineup. Shelly. Huh? Shelly. Anyway. And we're Stuart. Di- we're I, used to be to, I used to be able to do a really good Stuart voice. I can't do it anymore <laughs> since my voice gotten deeper. Yeah. Yeah, I can't but, I can't um, do it as much anymore. But anyway, uh, this is a quick one. But, yeah. you know, these are quick movies. What do you expect? So, um, tell us what you think. And uh, coming up this Sunday, Back to the Future Part 2. Smell the glove. Yeah. <laughs> is that not the tagline for Back to the Future 2? Shark sandwich, more like shit sandwich. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you enjoy this. And we'll see you next week, after Sunday, of course. Mm-hmm. We'll see you Sunday for Back to the Future Part 2, but then we'll see you the following week for Jurassic Park. Oof. So, so look another, forward. another camp movie. Yeah. Another what? Uh, another camping movie. Oh, camping. I think it's a camp. Nah. So. Anyway, I've been Dean Holtzapple. I'm still George Rogers. And we will see you... In the multiverse. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. Yes. Yes. Legend. 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 The best. <laughs>